Bob, this is Lowell Cohn. Um, congratulations on keeping your seventh pick. What does it What does it mean for the organization? Why are you so excited about it? Well, I think um, well, one 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 part of the excitement is not losing it, but it doesn't mean that it's going to solve all our issues. We have work to do. Historically, I think uh, we've done well with that number pick with Mullen and Steph Curry being pick seven. So um, I think we can get a good player there. In addition to that, it gives us four picks in the draft, which um, is a really great position to be in as far as flexibility. And the things you can do with having uh, that many assets are exciting for our organization. Hey, Bob, it's Antonio. Uh, what was uh, going through your head, and what were you feeling as the picks started to roll in? I mean, your first time up there. Hey, Antonio. I um, I was a lot more nervous than I thought I would be. I thought um, it was one of those things where you could convince yourself it was out of your control. But as, as they played the background intense music and uh, you look around the room and the suspense and uh, a palpable tension in there that is hard to overcome. So my heart was beating pretty fast. But once I saw Toronto's name come up at eight, at that point, any outcome was, was going to be acceptable to us. And keeping the pick was certainly one of them. So we're excited, but I don't want to overstate the excitement because it, just getting the pick doesn't mean that we're going to be where we want to or go where we want to go. It's, uh, it's just means we have work to do and, and a lot of good options to explore. Hey, Bob, Marcus Thompson here. Do you, do you guys, uh, I guess, already have a crop of players that you'll look at at seven, or since it's kind of right in the middle, will you just work out everybody? I think we'll work out anybody that will. Uh, come by the facility. I think uh, the more you can evaluate the players, the better off you'll be. And just getting uh, a chance to get an up-close and personal look at these players, talk to them, see them in your facility, put them through the drills you like to put them through, is an advantage. It doesn't uh, duplicate what you see during the year, which is five-on-five competition. But we'll get in as many people as we can. I I see no reason not to. um, And put them against each other the best we can. And... um, I think uh, I think hopefully they'll come. I think they will. Bob, this franchise took some criticism for what happened at the end of the season. Do you have any reaction to that? Do you feel like it's going to take just by anything? Uh, what's your reaction? I think um, I think hopefully we dispel the the end of the season play with with uh, winning a couple of games and and. Uh, I think Mark had the players competing at a high level, and I think um, we, we actually let the chips fall where they where they may as the attitude we took. And, and uh, it's very, I think it was a testament to our coach to have the guys playing as hard as they did. And obviously you saw those games, and many of the games at the end of the season hung in the balance and could have gone either way. We could have easily won some of the games that uh, we actually lost. So the nice thing is, as the end result was, we kept our pick, I think kept our integrity. Um, and um, I think we have some good options going forward. Uh, what's the likelihood of, of exploring trade off? Well, I think, Tim, last year we picked three rookies. I, I don't know if we're going to pick four rookies this year. I think that's seven in two years. That's a lot of youth. 
if uh, there's a compelling reason to do that, we will. But I think we're going to explore heavily uh, consolidating, uh, looking at various trade possibilities. And that's the nice thing about having the assets that we feel we have going into this draft. It, it really, you get in a room with uh, guys like Jerry West, myself, uh, our coaches, Travis Lankert, like our entire basketball group. Now we have the ability to put on the whiteboard endless possibilities as to what we can do, and that's a good feeling rather than staring at a whiteboard and having one pick or no picks. Um, this, is just, this is the opposite of that, and we feel good about what we'll be able to accomplish. Do you have to want to talk to some people now, knowing you have this pick and get a whole bunch can you can you can you repeat that question with that, Tim? You have to invite a whole bunch of uh, new players, you know, guys that uh, would you you could look at a thirty, sure. Uh, bring them by, or were some of these guys come by with with this in the works already? No, we hadn't. Uh, I think uh, all the astute agents, which I certainly respect, because somewhat relate to them wanting to see what the order of the draft was, was they were waiting patiently to see if we kept our pick or not. And we, I respect that. And um, now that we have it, I'm sure our phones will be ringing and our calls will be taken because getting drafted seventh for any player is uh, a great thing. So I think we'll do our best to get as many in as we can, get the top players playing against each other. And I, I think people will want to. Um, so we'll, we'll bring in as many guys as we can. And uh, we haven't had that set up. I've had the ability to see probably, I would say, seven or eight of the top 15 just by transversing the country or being in Los Angeles or in Oakland. So I have a little bit of a head start, but it, we need to get them into our facility and put them through our drills to really get a, a good look at them. Just looking at it, Bob, it looks like where you're sitting at seven, it's going to be a lot of small forwards maybe in there. Cause does, that, does that seem right to you? I know it's early, but does it look like small forward is kind of the sweet spot where you're, you're at? Um, that's a good point. I think that there's it's a strong draft in regards to the three and four spots. And so I think um, just by, by the fact that there's some depth at those positions and, and, and talented players there, you'll see a lot of those positions come through the facility. And I think um, you'll see a lot of threes and fours drafted high, not just by the Warriors, but by any team in that range because there's just a, a good amount of them. So I think as you, as we pick up the phone and make the calls, there's a, you're almost inundated with that position, which, which is good. I think we need help at, at those positions. So um, it'll be good to look at some of those players. Hey, Bob, Roger Thompson. At number seven, do you need to get – starter, or is it okay that whoever you get uh, is one of your backups? I think you, at seven, want to get a starter. That's the goal when you're picking in the top ten, is to get a starter. So when we're evaluating the player that we select, I don't think anybody's going to be accepting the fact that we're drafting a backup. I think when we're drafting that high, we want to imagine that player as an eventual starter. Maybe not be a starter out of the gates, but you want to believe that the player has the ability to start in the NBA when you're drafting that high, and at minimum a high, high-level backup. But I think as you go into it, the goal is to draft a player that you feel like can start in the NBA on a good team.
Bob, does it go through your mind? You, you, you had to, well, I don't want to say you had to lose, but you, you did have to lose every single one of the games you lost to end up tied for the spot. You had to lose, you had to win the point to the spot. You had to break away from the spot. This that, that whole series of events that happened to break right through that strike. But, um, does it work? What was the last part of the thing? Does that hit you right now that, that you did have to get on a series of events to be able to yeah, you almost uh, in medieval times you had to run a gauntlet. It's almost like we had to run a gauntlet to end up where we are. But we have a lot of work to do. I think um, we can't rest on getting the seventh pick. It's what we do with it. It's what we do with our roster. So I think we put ourselves in a good position. But it doesn't mean we're by any means done. But we did uh, we did uh, get a couple breaks, and we're happy about that. But again. I don't want to be in a position. I don't think our organization wants to be in a position where we're relying on chance and um, coin flips and lottery balls. We want to be in a position where we're playing in the playoffs. And so this was – we were fortunate here and uh, do something with the results that we were able to obtain. But honestly, guys, I don't want to sit up there anymore. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not a place you want to be. If you're in the lottery, it means you're not in the playoffs. Nate. I'm all done with that second version. This is great. All right. Any, uh, any other questions, guys?